listening to this podcast right now. Do you want to hear a fucking podcast about anything and everything? Yeah. Like movies, oh my music, God. television, and more? Oh my God. Well, you've come to the right place. Yes. Subscribe to Journey into Comics Network, and you get Podcastrophe, oh hosted God. by me, yes. Dick. Why not throw a couple bucks to the Patreon? It's your yes. choice. Yeah. This is a Podcastrophe. That sounds so awesome. The following, the following is a journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Mmm. This is a tasty burger. You ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Butter a carb? We elves try to stick to the four main food groups candy, candy canes, candy corns, and syrup. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice candy. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Foodies Watching Movies. It's season three. Episode 21, I am your host, Nate. Today, joining me, as always, co-creator of Foodies Watching Movies. Welcome back, Miss Veronica. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? Doing great. I'm excited you to do this You sound like a episode. game show host today. I'm just locked in place today. I don't know. I kind of like him in the... What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's, uh... I get lost in the being in the, what is that, being on? Yeah, We've had on. this conversation before. Sometimes when I start a podcast, I'm just super on. But today, on. joining us, as always, for the pretty much the entire majority of season three, welcome back, Miss Sarah. How's it going? You called me Miss Sarah. Yeah, well, I just said Miss Veronica, so I was just being <laughs> oh. of equal. It wasn't from the other I reason. I was Miss Sarah earlier. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what I am now, but... Sarah's lived a couple different lives today. Definitely. Several. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm almost on planet Earth right now. So how you doing? Doing okay? Huh? She's almost on planet Earth. She's almost Earth, on she planet said. Earth. Okay, yeah, okay. She's had yeah. a busy day working up in the big city. <laughs> yeah, I have a super secret job that I can't talk about. The end. That's, the end. How, that's exactly how <laughs> we do that, the end. That was a great story. Congratulations. We're in on foodies. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, what have we been watching and doing lately, you guys? I know we just had a pretty tasty I'm super meal. Super full from dinner. Yeah, that you was talk a, about a it? good dinner. That mm-hmm. was good. I've been waiting for that dinner all day. It's kind of a staple dinner that we typically make, but we kind of took elements from other dinners we make to make this dinner. We don't always go like, I don't know how to say it, but with all the different sides we had, we don't always utilize when we're making a uh, mm-hmm. deep fried chicken. Well, we uh, yeah, we decided to have some comfort food today. It's been a long couple of weeks. It's been a long month or so. Like it's been a long year. <laughs> yeah, well said. <laughs> it's been it's been a long time, guys, and so we needed some comfort food today. So I made some baller mashed potatoes. The mm-hmm. problem with tonight's dinner, though, I will say, is that we ran out of salt. Oh, that did made you me... notice? I just bought some salt. What happened to it? It's gone. There's no salt. I didn't see it, so I don't know if it got squirreled away somewhere else, but I could not locate it. V could not locate it. Well, I'm it. only 5'2", so I can only see one shelf of the spice rack. That is, fair point. And there was no Absolute, salt on it. Absolutely fair point. Yeah, correct. That's weird. 
It yeah, is weird. It was weird. So that was the only thing that was missing was some salt. I ended up compensating with garlic salt, which I thought was a nice little touch. You know, but yeah, it was delicious. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. And then we had corn, which we always have. And then I made a roasted broccoli with the four state cheddar. That shit was delicious. Yeah, that Sargento four yeah. state cheddar is pretty baller. I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I mm-hmm. shoveled that broccoli into my mouth in like three bites. I took like what was left, you know, and I just mm-hmm. went like one um. I went mm-hmm. back and like scraped the pan of like all the crispy cheese that had like got crispy. I was sitting there yeah. and you're like, I need this. <laughs> and I sprinkled it on my mashed potatoes. It was fucking delicious. Brilliant. That's actually super smart. Yeah, it was delicious. Utilizing the the different scraps. Mm-hmm. The chicken was all right. It was a different, another little switch up from my normal. I kind of have a standard recipe, but I changed it up just a little bit this time. You had suggested that I add ranch to the mixture, like a ranch yeah. powder, not We found the, the, the bottle of Hidden Valley powdery goodness that you can basically make anything with purified ranch goodness yeah 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 it's a midwest thing whatever but we thought it'd be good on the chicken and it was good i liked it oh it was really good there was nothing wrong with it i feel like it like uh maybe the breading was kind of thick it could have been like crispier but i don't know yeah sometimes i can't get the 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 dial in of the deep fryer because we don't have a deep fryer so i have to do it like old school with just a a pan Mm -hmm. and oil and hope for the absolute best but it was still good i liked it yeah do you know what i really want you to do with chicken what do you want me to do it's an old school american thing sure but like i really want some shake and bake Oh, I need, shake and I bake. need some shake and bake with like some of that it's gotta ranch. Got to be drummies though, because I spent like eight dollars on this drum of ranch seasoning. Basically, it's like a size. It's been of, worth every penny. I've been making ranch dip a lot. Yeah, it's like the size of a. Uh, you can buy the Hidden Valley Ranch like the size of um the like Parmesan, Parmesan cheese. Shaker. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Parmesan cheese containers. It's just mm-hmm. like that. And uh, about the same size. And you can put it on your popcorn. You can put it on your chicken. You yeah. can put it on whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, if you're a real <laughs> corn-fed Midwestern American, yeah. you need a you know a giant thing of ranch seasoning. <laughs> so yeah, I need that and some shake and bake. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. Then you don't have to fry it at all. Yeah. My mom never made shake and bake. It's actually quite good. Is it's it? It's a good method. It yeah, because all of the the cracker crumbs and all of that stuff that you it like keeps all the moisture in. And you would think that the baking would dry it out, but it doesn't if you do it right. It's Interesting. really good. Hmm. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm willing to try it for sure. Yeah. I really like uh, the current seasoning you've been doing, the Colonel Sand... What is it? Colonel... Kentucky Colonel Kentucky Kernels. Kernels. Yeah. yeah. That shit is the bomb. It's so good. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's pretty good. It's uh, really flowered. good. Shout out to, once again, a member of the network, uh, Brando for suggesting Kentucky Colonels. I'll never forget that, that day. Was that his suggestion? 100%. We were down doing a bunch of podcasts back a couple years ago, and he's like, hey, man, I uh, I fucked up, and I forgot a couple things. I need to get to the store. I need to get some things. I was like, sure, let's go. Whatever. Cool. We'll roll. So we hop into Subaru, take off. We're having laughs or whatever. We pull up in the local Walmart, walk in. We're going through the aisles, and he's not at all there for the Kentucky Colonels, and he fucking stops. <laughs> And he takes two steps back and he's like, they have this in my store again. <laughs> two puts him in the cart. And I was like, what's that, man? He's like, 
this is for the greatest chicken you'll ever have in your life. If you ever want to deep fry anything, mm-hmm. this is the way. And I well, was he like, he was absolutely correct. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. And he's like, trust me. I, he's like, I'll actually make something when we get to the house. And he whipped up something delicious. I think it was like a maybe a deep fried tomato. Or something like that, you know, or like a fried green tomato. That's what I meant to say. I love fried green yeah. tomatoes. And uh, it was fucking oh. flame. I was like, wow. It's like got like a pepper and a salt and it's also got this nice crunch to it. But then I, I also fuck with it. I add some things to it, give it some extra life. I'm really a big fan of garlic. Yeah, me too. When I cook. It's like kind of just like yeah. a, a must use. Mm-hmm. Like fresh roasted garlic is the best. Mm-hmm. Yes. You put it in like the foil in the oven. I love that. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I want all the stuff. <laughs> like I, I don't know what my problem is. We just ate. I know. Well, we're just thinking about delicious food, yeah. so it's just like it's in there. I want uh, fried green tomatoes again. Yeah, that's delicious. Man, do you remember those grilled cheese sandwiches I made with the fried green tomatoes on them? Uh, yes, yeah. I do. They were absolutely they stellar because I deep fried yeah. the tomatoes and then mm-hmm. you put them onto the. Yeah, oh, they were great. that was really good. That uh, was really good. Can I, I was going to say something about, uh, something to do with cooking and my brain just, it, it totally escapes me. <laughs> it was, it was, I was on the path of like something. You were almost there. I was almost there. I had a lead in something good <laughs> to say. I can't quite, uh, I don't know. We've been having some good food lately though. Yeah. We, have we talked about the new Thai place yet? No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. yeah, we did. We did. We did. Did we? We did, yes. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we did. definitely did. Well, I can't stop thinking about it. We had it again because it <laughs> was so good. We had it the second time. Yes, that's absolutely <laughs> and the, and factual. And the second time was as equally delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so I would highly recommend Spicy Thai in Maryville. It was very good. I liked it. Yeah, and the people are super nice there. They're really friendly. It was really nice to see that when we went in the second time, there were several people that were in their lot, like in their dining facility. Yeah, there were people actually And people dinner. were like, coming in and out for pickup orders you know mm-hmm. and i was like good good on you i want to see you guys succeed because your food is really good and then i looked at their curry menu and i've decided the next time we have it as long as it's not on a show day yeah i'm no. having red curry can't no be that fool <laughs> no that's minimum comfort i want maximum comfort on a show day that's <laughs> yeah twitchy <laughs> on this throne the whole time like oh god hope everything's cool be good be kind to me belly uh-huh. Don't you know what else me. that I made the other yesterday that was really good comfort food was those egg salad croissants. That's what I was going to talk about is your egg salad is mm. off the chain. Uh, yes, it is. It's very delicious, if I do say so myself. It, it seems kind of simple, though. Could you break down how you make your egg salad, or is it like a family secret? Are we keeping it to the family? No, it's not a secret. It's super easy. Okay, sure. It's super basic. I just do whatever kind of seasonings I'm feeling, which is mostly like celery salt, um, yellow mustard, mayo. I put a couple shakes of Worcestershire sauce in, which is kind of a secret, I guess. Mm. And um, I do garlic salt, pepper, and uh, regular salt, I guess. Okay. And that's it. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the Worcestershire and the celery salt that makes it for me. And you really said good. that it would be good with like pickles, which it would be, but... I I mean like uh, I buttered some croissants and toasted them and then put that four cheese cheddar on it and then the delicious. egg salad and it was delicious. Shout out to Aldi for delicious croissants. Yeah, surprisingly good croissants at Aldi. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to ask. I know that you know you said all your ingredients. I don't really know if 
just saying all the ingredients, I quite understand the methodology because I've never made egg salad before. So, Sarah, you have a technique on uh, hard-boiling the eggs in such a way that they're really easy to peel, right? I mean, not really. It just depends on... You just kind of have to get it just right. It's like a luck like of a Everybody draw. says there's a the trick eggs. to it. Yeah, it, it honestly just depends on the age of the eggs mm-hmm. and, you know, whether you got, like cage free or really fancy eggs or if you got like the dollar eggs or like whatever like it depends on a lot of different things like that it's there i I haven't found any trick that really makes that much of a difference i've tried all the different internet tricks a lot of people like the the vinegar trick or the salt trick where you just add a little like a teaspoon of white vinegar to it and like a couple shakes of salt you know i don't find that that helps much with the peeling i feel like it helps if it cracks open Mm. you know and it starts to leak out in the middle of cooking that can help you know stabilize that i guess make it not not leak out so much but no i just i feel like it's it's honestly in the window like when you take it off the heat and you put it on the cold, you have yeah. to get them really, really cold. Because think about Ice the bath. properties of what happens to stuff when it, it gets cold. It gets shatterable. It shrinks, right? Right. So yes. the inside of that egg and that membrane, you know, it's going to shrink on the inside. So you have to get it really, really cold. I think that's what happened earlier because the eggs were getting tore up when you were trying to peel them, but they were really warm still. Right. We I didn't was have just ice. trying to get some eggs for you before you had to leave. So when, I wasn't worried about shocking yeah, them. No, but it's not even like, sh- like shocking as far like you have to leave them in there. The last right. time I did it when they turned out, I mean... It was like I I showed Nate, I pulled one of the eggshells off and it was like... Perfect. Yeah, it like came off all in one like Like you could have just suctioned the egg out of the shell. Yeah, (laughs) and I took it, you know, I used the same method that we used to cook them, which I have to remember off the top of my head. I can't remember things right now. You just boil it for... for or you just bring it to a boil and yeah, then once it you boils, put the eggs in first you cover though. it yeah you put the eggs in and you cover them with water first you don't boil the water first and then right put the right eggs you in. cover the eggs with yeah. water and then you bring it to a boil and then you take it off the heat and cover mm-hmm. it for t- uh, we i did it for 11 minutes 11 minutes is like the, that was the perfect. perfect yeah that's a good that's and a really you put good them in method. an ice bath and you're good to peel yeah you just leave them in there though that's the thing. Let you gotta let nice them internally icy. get mm-hmm. get cold. It'll be easier to peel. Yeah, that'll help. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I've found because I really like eggs. You guys, I talk about that a lot. It's kind of <laughs> and then stupid. you break the shell. Once you've peeled the shells, you take all the all the things and you put it into a bowl and well, do all I the do mixture. Is, what I do is I just put the peeled eggs into a bowl and then I mash them up with a fork because I like my egg salad to be kind of chunky, you know? Okay. Yeah, I like and that then, too. And then I, I mix in my wet ingredients just to get it to a consistency and then I do my seasonings and I season to taste. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people chop the eggs afterwards mm-hmm. or some people use like a potato masher. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That you makes know? sense. Yeah. I just used a fork because I didn't feel like dirtying the potato masher. <laughs> right. <laughs> I didn't feel like washing more dishes. So I was like, fuck it. Yeah, the key is to not overwork the eggs though because then you get egg paste. Right. You know, then you get like it's what like you put on. It's like not fluffy, but it's like super Yeah, glowy. you want it to be fluffy. And and that's it... why a fork works well too because mm-hmm. it keeps the pieces chunkier. Yeah, that's grandma's way. Yeah, shit. Man. Yeah. So you guys tell me all the secrets. I didn't know how to make that. And then you just buttered your croissants and whipped up the sandwiches. Mm-hmm. 
And they were in my mouth. Deliciousness. Yeah, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It was stellar. Today I made the leftover egg salad on grilled cheeses, and that was oh, really Oh, that good. was yummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that cheddar again. It was really tasty. It was good. So uh, you know what wasn't tasty that you guys were complaining to me about? Or maybe they were tasty because they're all gone. Uh, these delicious red snacks that I want to volley to you that have a very what? specific taste. Mm. Oh, the Twizzlers! <laughs> Not the Twizzlers. Were, were they Twizzler brand? I didn't. Yeah. Know. Oh, they were. Yeah, okay. They were Twizzler. Yeah. They were the cherry punch and lemonade flavored Twizzlers that are like filled with shit. Yeah, <laughs> the stuff that should not be food. I mean, That's they're what, not a new I've product. Decided. I I was when I was uh, expecting my child. I would get like a bag of this shit a week and I was scarfing it down. <laughs> and something Sarah was like, I can't believe I didn't have gestational diabetes because I was eating a fuck ton <laughs> yeah. of Twizzlers. Oh, that yeah. stuff is like just liquid, I mean, just straight sugar. Oh it's my like, God. Yeah. yeah, those, whatever's inside of those things, like my teeth are aching just thinking about well, it. Well, needless right now. to say, we ate the whole bag. Yum. I mean, regardless of you the guys fact that it, it, it didn't really taste the best, but I still was doing it. Like, it should not have been food. It tasted like no. I was eating plastic, but it was delicious. So I kept eating it. <laughs> yeah. And then I gave the the observation to you when we were in the car. Oh, it was so funny. Them. I took one bite. <laughs> And I tasted it, and she said it, like, right, right? And I was like, oh, my God, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, do you want me to reveal? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh. do you want me to tell the third part of this where you guys tried to get me to guess, and I failed miserably? Yeah, you had no <laughs> there, idea. Well, yeah, you just told the part. That was the part. You did it. Hey. <laughs> you just told it. That's all there was to tell. Okay, continue. But, yeah. <laughs> was it? Uh, no, was these particular, this particular brand... The uh the pink version, the whatever the pink punch. one is there. Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. No, 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 no. You take one bite of that and like when you sort of smell it and taste it at the same time. That first bite. The first bite is straight up Play-Doh. Play-Doh. Like old school, like it, it like, like it's exactly me. what you would want Play-Doh to taste like. Right, <laughs> because it didn't taste bad per se. But because no, it's, it's a food. bunch of sugar. It shouldn't be food. You shouldn't be eating it. No, but like when you imagined as a kid, like, oh, I wonder if I ate this. Oh, I better not. Yeah, you and then you lick it and do? then it's pure salt. No, Play, this yeah, was like yeah. just pure disgusting. sugar. Yeah. 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 No, this is what you would, yeah, what your dreams, your dream Play-Doh tastes like. Yeah, it's dream Play-Doh. <laughs> yeah. Dream Play-Doh, come to life. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. ever wanted to eat Play-Doh, Delicious. try the, the Twizzlers. But we did try to get Nate to eat the Play-Doh Twizzlers and guess it. I did a very poor job. You didn't guess it. No, you did not. I can't remember what he said. You like the watermelon ones we got, too. We got the pull and peel watermelon twizzlers. Oh, pull and peel sometimes, man. The Next cherry level. ones are the best. Yeah, the cherry pull and I like the, the OG best. ones. Mm-hmm. They have the best texture. The OG, mm-hmm. you say? Yeah, what? As in the new show debuting this Friday on the Journey into Comics Network, the OGs, Ew. featuring myself and former Journey into Comics co-host and co-founder of the Journey into Comics Network, Brandon Stone. <laughs> Cheap plug. Is this Hey-o. the Truman Show? Yeah. yeah. Speaking of food, in case I don't see you later. Good morning, shit. good evening, and good night. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen that new uh, little uh, video floating around Facebook of Jim Carrey 
uh, with his face superimposed over Jack Nicholson in The Shining. No. <laughs> yelling at Shelley Duvall. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. Because it's fucking perfect. It's so creepy. They've been doing deep fakes, right? <laughs> yeah. Because they've got this technology oh. where they can put somebody's face on another face. Okay. Well, they also did that's what the... They it was hilarious. Did, <laughs> it totally fam- worked. They did Family Matters, but it was Mike Tyson Family Matters, and every person in Family Matters was Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, okay. I've seen some of this stuff floating around. I yeah. was wondering what the what the Well, the Jim Carrey meme. Jack Nicholson one was um like uncanny. It was crazy. I, oh, I did see one that was funny. I didn't know that that was like what a, that thing. Was a new trending thing. Yeah, I just saw something that was funny. I was like uh-huh. I can't remember what it is now, though. It was a good one. Well, people are just trying to utilize and show how easily those things can be manipulated yeah. leading into this next election because videos can be faked to say things that they aren't. Like, they did one with Kate McKinnon yeah. doing Elizabeth Warren, mm. and it was ridiculously uncanny because they put Elizabeth Warren's face on actual Kate McKinnon oh, how doing funny. this. It was it was good. Oh, it was intense. Wild. Yeah. That's scary. Well, the world is a scary place, guys. It is. And speaking of the world being a scary place, I know this isn't particularly a movie, but we have been watching a show that captivated us. Yeah. And I feel like we should spend a little bit of time talking about that. Do you guys want to break it down? Okay. Well, I had wanted to see this show when I heard about it. It is a show that came out on FX, um, American Crime Story. It's done by Ryan Murphy, the same guy who does American Horror Story. And uh, this, it's like, I think it's, I think this is the second season of it because the first season was about the OJ trial. Oh. And then this is the second season. It's about, it's called The Assassination of Gianni Versace. And mm-hmm. I think that it's done really well. I'm, I'm super into it. Like, I was watching this first episode just to, like, do a trial run to see if it's something that I wanted to, Sarah to watch. And I was watching it and I was like, oh my God, Sarah's going to love this show. Yeah, they got me. Yeah, hook and sinker. It's well, a good and it's a crazy thing because I got out of the shower like after because we had, I'd worked at Dad's, you know, and uh, you had it on, and I just like sat down and was like, "It sucked you, it sucked you." What in. is this? And you're like, "It's the assassination of Gianni Versace," and I was like, "Oh, it's a movie, cool." And like, you, I think I said it, and I don't know if you really caught it, but then I think I said it again, and you're like, "No." It's a series, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, and it has done such a fantastic job of storytelling. It's really interesting. Like this is a a factual thing that actually happened, and they're taking from I don't know what the, how they're coming up with their timeline of events. Obviously, history and and the way the story actually played out and whatnot. But uh, you yeah, get, it's all over the place the way it's shot. You get this crazy like Tarantino vibe where you're. Not mm-hmm. sure exactly when in the timeline. Yeah, it jumps around a lot. It's all happening. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I really like it. I like they're kind of using this story to explore homophobia in the 90s. You know what I mean? That's like mm. a really big underlying uh, message of this series. And uh, the ki- and, and also like mental mental health. And oh, man, it's just this story is so fucked up. Because, like, I remember yeah, when it happened in, like, 1997 reading about it in, like, People magazine and stuff. And uh, it's just been uh, interesting to go back to that 
time period and Mm -hmm. the show is really cool it's done really well it's really smart and well acted surprisingly i mean i can't stand penelope cruz's teeth in it like she's wearing some weird caps and she's yeah she's maybe the weak point of this but like it's got ricky martin in it and he's slaying in it and yeah the people they have cast as the the main protagonist i guess i'm not sure how you'd say that but like versace's character and cunanan's character are so well cast yeah this is a really really well cast show for sure and uh i don't know i I was super into it i was so pleased when i was watching it i was like yes this is gonna be another one that we enjoy finally a good show (laughs) yeah it's like it's like we have other shows stranger things season three just came out we we are not on that we are all about this american crime story story yeah, and, and it's not. It's only like nine episodes, so I mean, it's something that we can just like get through and mm-hmm. and be done with. Be like, okay, cool. Now I need a shower. <laughs> right? Oh uh, yeah, episodes. yeah. It's hardcore. Whoa. Right. I want. I I keep wondering like how many details of the murders that they're, uh, you know, actually using. using. Yeah, that they're using. And then mm-hmm. that's creepy in of itself to like assume. It's, from what I can tell you, it's pretty accurate on the on the known details like what interesting the murders and whatnot the only thing that has been like you know speculated about and like kind of pissed off the families was just like the social interactions yeah you know that's been dramatized for tv or whatever yeah there's a lot apparently it's like it's it's pretty pretty on point and accurate you know because it's it is a true crime story so there are details that are you know facts that they're basing it off of I think they're doing a good job. It's really got me hooked. Well, I'm not going to lie. Now I want to go watch the OJ season. I heard that one was really good. Yeah. I, didn't I know. remember when that was going down. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I don't really remember mm-hmm. the Versace thing so much. Like 1997 for me is I like Independence Day. Like that was one of the greatest <laughs> movies of all time. I wasn't really paying attention to, you know, any of that. It was that all about shit. the Titanic in 97. Yeah. It was all about Leonardo DiCaprio. That's I saw it. that. I saw that in theaters. I yeah, think everybody did. everybody did. Everybody yeah, did. Yeah, that was really awkward being like, uh, let's see, 1997, I was 10, going to a movie theater with my dad and his girlfriend, Cinnamon, at the time. <laughs> Cinnamon. That's real. That's her real oh. name, birth name. Birth name from her mother. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, there's titties in it. Because paint me like one of your French girls, Jack. And it was very awkward for me. Like the most <gasps> hyper awkward. <'cause> I was <laughs> like, weird. I had to see Titanic in theaters more than once because I missed so much of it the first time. Because I kept having to get up to pee because of all the water. And I <laughs> oh and I had like a big slushy or whatever. And I was so mad. So I had to go see it again. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Did you only see it the two times? I think I saw it three times in theaters. I'm certain I only saw it once in theaters, and I think I maybe have only seen it once since then. Yeah, I <laughs> loved that movie. That I had it on VHS, like both copies, you know, tape mm-hmm. A, tape B. Yep. But that I would never watch tape B because I would turn, I would, I just wouldn't put it in and be like, and they lived happily ever after <laughs> yeah. the end. I feel like we've talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I would just turn movies off when I felt like it was the happiest part <laughs> of the ending because I knew done. what was coming, and I was like, and done. It's yeah. way worse, and yeah. And they lived happily ever after. You know, talking about American <laughs> Crime Story, we watched something today. You and I did. Sarah, you didn't get a chance to watch this, but I think you would actually, I mean, she would love it, right? I think she might like it. Yeah. So this yeah, movie... Yeah, she would like it. It was good. Yeah, this movie called American Animals, okay? 
And it's about these two guys who decide that they are going to steal a famous book full of paintings. A bunch of rare books. From a library, essentially, that only this little old lady is guarding, okay? At their university. Okay. Sounds involved. It's it's a real story. Okay, not okay. not based Fucking on a real crazy. story. It's a real story. Okay. It was and crazy. Here's the crazy part. They don't just like, while it's a movie and you get that movie experience, during the movie there are scenes and parts where the actual people are talking about the event. Like narrating it like a during, documentary. And then like there was like a moment where the one guy's mm. like, I'm pretty sure we were outside at a party when he did, first discussed stealing the books. And then the guy who first brought it up, he's like, we were in our car. We were on our way to this place. It was November. Like they shoot the movie from the guy's two different men's perspectives. It like shifts, mm. you know? And then they actually have the guy, one of the guys sitting with the guy that acts as him, Evan Peters. And he goes, is this how you remember it? And he's like, no, not exactly. But if Spencer said this is how it went down, it must be true, you know? But like... It was a really clever, interesting, artsy movie heist movie yeah and it's it's and it's you know it's a very it was definitely real a 2019 heist movie but it was really good i liked it i would recommend it american animals right yes absolutely yeah. evan peters is in it he was that guy from american horror story the young kid i guess he's not young he's like our age right he's in yeah. his 30s yeah he's not a young oh. kid he's, he's literally like well, he plays like the younger character in that show i guess yeah oh. uh okay He's also like Quicksilver in the X-Men movies. Not in Marvel movies, in the X-Men movies. The goggle-wearing mofo. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this is my best memory. Do you guys have any movie recommendations? I know we and I, you and I just kind of recommended I do. that. But go ahead. Bring it on. I've been wanting to watch this freaking movie forever. Um, and it's finally on Hulu. We haven't been able to find it anywhere. I'm always looking for it at Disc Replay or wherever I'm at. Uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm going to make you guys watch it probably today. Um, cool, okay. we're into it. <laughs> well, I'll have you guys watch it as your homework and we'll report back on the next foodies. But it is on Hulu and it is one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's about uh, aspiring beauty queens in a very small Minnesota town. Nice. Minnesota, eh? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That makes me Lots excited. Lots of coffee and bars. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Uh, Sarah, did you have any movie recommendations? Movie recommendations? Yeah, oh. stuff that like you might think somebody would want to watch. Oh, Things man. that tickle your fancy. That's, uh... I don't know if I could come up with anything right now. That's I cool, because... Um, oh, you have something to say? No, I was just going to say, if you don't have anything, I can pivot us into another really good thing. Yeah, I mean, I should have something, but I don't right now. That's okay. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Uh... I will say you guys have a lot to discuss because we left our viewers on a cliffhanger last episode. You guys had watched three of the four parts of The Stand. And I oh watched God. part four with you and oh. what the fuck was Holy that? Holy pile of shit. Yeah, go ahead and bring it up. Let's talk about it. Well, there's not really much to say. It was one of the worst things I've ever seen on a screen. Yeah, it was bad. It was. It's bad. It was. It was I real mean, bad. It was real dumb. And I was even more mad because I kept going, this is Stephen King. This is Stephen King. What? Why was it so bad? It didn't have to be that bad. There were like little nuggets of things in it that were like kind of sweet. 
It could have been, well, been super I guess that could bring us to our next point and talk about how interesting it is that right after we finished watching The Stand from like the 90s out of nowhere, because I saw it in a dollar bin at yeah, Walmart we, or something. Yeah, we did. We bought it in the like, $5 I need bin. To, we're like, we need to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. We've never seen it. We're it's like, going to oh, be yeah, great. Stephen King. Nostalgia. Stuff. Let's do it. So we decided to watch it. And then they uh, announced that they're making a new the stand yeah james marsden's in it amber heard they just cast marilyn manson for it Whoopi goldberg what yeah marilyn manson's gonna be in what? it as well as doing a, a song for the soundtrack like an well, original you song. know what i'm gonna say this for once i'm looking forward to a remake yeah How we'll check that? it out Here's i bet something. this remake will be better I yeah. hope. I hope it's better. Yeah, it was very confusing to me. I had no idea about the story. Don't the worry, we were just as confused. It, you didn't have to watch any of it at it's all. It's crazy. That's... What network is doing this remake? Uh, so it looks like I don't know who is doing the new. I'm trying to find it here in this oh. uh, little article. Well, they haven't announced who's going to be playing uh, Randall Flag, the the D man. Demon. Well, uh, let's see. We've got confirmed cast members include James Marsden as Stu Redman, who is described as a Texan who is the first man discovered to be immune to the Captain Trips virus that, that has was ravaged Gary Sinise's character. the planet. Amber Heard is Nadine Cross, a private school teacher uh, and virgin who believes she has a unique <laughs> destiny to be. Yeah, that's believable. Uh, Let's see, by Randall Flagg's side, Odessa Young as Franny Goldsmith, Henry Zaga as Nick Andros. Uh, they don't know some of the other people's <laughs> Rob Lowe. roles. I wish they would cast Rob Lowe in something. Back as himself, was, yeah. just to yeah. just cast him as himself again. <laughs> yeah. He's just an older version of God. this, this he version. He was the best part. He was the best part of that whole It was ridiculous. Experience. But, but apparently, Marilyn Manson is doing a cover of The End by The Doors with Shooter Jennings. <gasps> and the decision to do that kick-started them doing it, their own album together. Interesting. That is very interesting. How about that? Yeah, that's very uh, bizarre. Hmm. You know, I meant to mention this a little bit ago. We kind of forgot, though. American Animals was actually a movie pass movie. Like they dumped money into it. They like sponsored it to to make it. A, I had a big no idea movie. that Movie Pass was even making movies. Hmm. Well, they were trying to right at the height of them making money. Like let's try to spread ourselves out quickly and get this money distributed elsewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. um, well, obviously, Movie Pass has not been doing good. But as of last week, Movie Pass shut down once again. And it looks like they're shutting down indefinitely. I, I didn't know they were still oh, going. I didn't even know that was I, yeah. still a thing. I thought I mean, that was done. They throttled so bad and made you pick what... I mean, they were pretty much making you pay for movies even though you had movie pass. Mm. It was like, what was the point of even having it, you know? I don't know. I don't really know that much about it other than we were super jazzed when it first was a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, because they said that you could like go watch... It was Whatever like you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. The idea they behind it's a bad business great. model, I guess. Yes, it did. It definitely did. Uh yeah, that's why we can't have nice things, guys. So I don't know where you guys want to go next. There's a lot of different stuff to talk about and discuss and bring up in the movie world, in uh, not necessarily in the food world, because food is food. We eat. We have to. <laughs> like, we get down on pizza. We don't care. Yeah. The end. The end. Uh, but I will say that there's some controversy. There's an actor that's passed away. 
Let's read this headline and get your rapid response. We were just talking about Twizzlers earlier. You can now order five pounds of Twizzlers just in case you're really hungry, and those Twizzlers come direct from the factory to your door. Well, how about that? If, if only it were the original Butterfingers, mm. and then I'd give a shit. Yeah, for real. Ayo. Bring back the OG Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. We need it. We want it. Mm-hmm. We're sad we don't have it. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Do you need five pounds of Twizzlers? No. That is a lot. That's a lot of Twizzlers. But, I mean, I suppose if it's like the Halloween or something, that's the only time I would ever yeah. invest in something like that. Wait a minute. I think the five pound Twizzlers is like this one, right? Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. a lot of Twizzlers. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, you can order pre-order them now. Uh, they'll be on Hershey's site. They'll be they'll ship August twelfth. Let's see what the price is. Do you guys have any guess? Five pound Twizzler. I would have no idea. I'm gonna say I thirty-five never buy them dollars. Five never buy pounds of, tw- of Twizzlers, like plus shipping, or just like retail. Just retail. For five pounds of Twizzlers, uh. I'm going to say like $13.99. Great Gatsby. <laughs> I don't know. Shot in the dark. For five pounds of Twizzlers, I guess I'll say 12 bucks. $29.99. Damn. $30 hairs. Nobody's going to pay $30 for a tub of Twizzlers. No, that's stupid. That's crazy. That's six dollars a pound. You go to, you know, you can do, you can go to the local like CVS, you know, your local drugstore, and you can buy like a little bucket in the summer session section, just yeah. like they have, and you can buy more than five pounds of Twizzlers, I bet, and put it in said bucket. Yeah. And then have yourself a bucket. I mean, it's what is that? Just convenience of being delivered to your house. Who who is ordering well, that, was much, that, that many Twizzlers? Also, maximum freshness. You're getting them direct from the factory. They're not going and sitting on a shelf waiting. They're Which not getting is why boxed. They're jerks for charging a premium. Word. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't buy it. So you're not having it. And I won't buy it. I wonder what else are you guys not having or buying? There's a controversy in the Disney World. Do we want to touch on it? It's your favorite movie. Ugh. I feel we like have to. I feel we like have to. it's ugh, this water cooler moment is some kind of weird distraction that I don't really yeah. think anybody actually cares about. It's like why is this an issue, my god? I think you have people who believe that race is everything and I think that they look and I mean this isn't just in Disney this has happened in Marvel movies and other kinds of movies and castings. Michael B. Jordan famously got shit all over when he was cast as Johnny Storm. <gasps> Johnny Storm can't be black. What the fuck? You know, whatever. But he, he did a great job. And then he gets the redemption moment doing Black Panther and whatnot. And I think that it's like as we geared closer to a world where everybody is going to be equal we have to trudge through the shit of real inequality and people that actually hate it. You know what I'm saying? I guess I just, I'm just so confused by the fact that there's still people out there in this day and age that would get so upset about the Little Mermaid <laughs> cartoon. Yeah. It's like, for real, guys, it's not even a, it's like a fucking made up cartoon character. Who cares? I, I will say. Who cares? I will say there was really a little bit of a funny thing that happened out of this whole thing. 
because Haley Bailey is the name of the girl that got uh, cast, okay? People thought Halle Berry got cast as the oh. Little Mermaid. And they're like, people were spamming her with hate mail. And she's like, what oh, the fuck? I got nothing to do with this. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> wow. you know, get out of here. Hmm. Just goes to show people on the internet are not that smart. Well, I, no. I feel like this is probably just, I mean, who <laughs> Who cares what I think? I just I don't Auto I don't listeners care. I don't care. I mean, who who cares? You know, it's a story is a story is a story. You know, it, exactly. I think that's the most important thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter to me. No, not at all. I think it's silly, and I think it's just another conversation that the zeitgeist is having. That you know, is just to take away from. I don't know. I don't know what I'm babbling about. Do you, do you think maybe some people are just mad that they changed the details of the character at all? Maybe. Could be, yeah. You know, because I'm thinking as a nerd looking in our room here with all this stuff, and I'm just going, okay, if they took somebody like Yandu and they made his skin green instead of blue, people would be really upset about that. Yes. You know what I mean? Because it's like, minor there's detail. There's certain details that, like, like, I wish they would just start making really creative you know badass princesses like they have been like I, I don't know why they needed to change somebody like i i'm not against that the fact that they they changed yeah you know it's it's a non-issue really i just don't know creatively why they chose to do that i just feel like it's cheap you know they probably did that because they knew that it was going to be the best advertisement that movie was gonna get it's controversial because what else sad, are they gonna do you know like the, these these movies like we were talking about earlier, these live action Disney movies are probably only being done to retain their copyrights, you know, so they don't lose the rights to these movies mm-hmm. to other uh, studios who wants to buy them or whatever. So they're just going to put them out and uh, that's like their uh, their advertising strategy, I suppose, get people talking about it. And I bet everybody's going to see it now, you know. Well, and I mean, Aladdin opened up huge at the box office. Yeah, it now the really Lion good. King. And... Lion King's about to open huge at the mm-hmm. box office. I will say they did some marketing for Lion King I fucking loved, where they took a profile shot of the actor that played what or voiced whatever character, and then like their CG counterpart facing each other. I saw it those. Looks really cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, massive cast. I mean, tons mm-hmm. and tons. You know, uh, Beyonce. Beyonce is in it. <laughs> Uh, Dong Lover, Donald Glover, you know. Uh, I love Donald Glover. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah you've got uh, John Oliver and Seth Rogen and Billy Eisner, the guy from Billy on the Streets, are uh, Timon Pumbaa and then the other guy. Zazu. Yeah, mm. Zazu, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember who they have for Scar, but it's a it's a good casting as well. You know, it's just like one of those things like, sure. But my argument is this. How are you going to call the Lion King a live action representation of Lion King? It's fully CGI. Right. The entire movie is CGI cinematography. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's not live it's action. Another one. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to revisit that. Like too sad. Like emotional <laughs> horror show, man. That's a horror movie to me. Like to go back to last issues, episodes. Yeah. Uh, what That's are real a, horror movies? Not f- it's Free Solo and The Lion King are real horror yes, movies. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for sure, for real. You know, Land Before Time horror movie. Mm. That's an awful Sad. movie. Bambi. Bambi, of horror course, movie. classic horror movie, classic horror film. 
Okay, that is a deer's nightmare. Yeah. Right there. That is wacky. I don't want to be involved in that. You know, I don't need to see the whole thing happen in real CGI, real life. Okay. Right. That's not, you know, I'm always the naysayer. Sorry to be the naysayer. Yeah. But, you know, I don't understand it. I mean, I get what, I, I don't know. I mm, Speak your piece. No, speak your piece. I think no, you've got something. No, because, you know, there's too many opinions. That's all that a podcast is, right? That's all podcasts are these days. Opinion, opinion. Why does my opinion about it matter? Because That's people, how I feel, too. <laughs> it's because people are it listening to our show to get our opinions. They're not listening. Well, they to... know I'm going to grumble about it if they're <laughs> listening to me at all ever on this thing. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> they right. know I'm going to complain about it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all right. I feel like Oy. I don't. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Okay. Well, on to happier news. Uh, to, oh, I want to say that everybody is like hyped on the new Mulan. Mm-hmm. They What's like, that? I didn't even see that. They're doing a live action Mulan. Oh God, we're still here. More you Disney, said we're moving more on. Disney. <laughs> well, I just wanted to mention briefly that people are like, okay, okay, let me explain. When when Aladdin and like Lion King's trailers and stuff came out, people were like, fuck, I don't need to see this. But apparently, this is like, think about the story of Mulan. It's kind of a badass story. So done real life would kind of be really fucking badass and it looks what really you know what badass. has anybody learned anything from what happened to television when they said what if it was real life what if we had reality tv what if it was real what didn't anybody learn anything about what happens when you try to make it too real it's not meant to be you're right real you're right they're gonna make a weird genre of quasi real things they're gonna be abominations i don't want to watch them (laughs) okay fair point fair point that was off okay okay let's actually depart i actually don't feel that way i'm just in a rare mood today (laughs) have you heard about the new uh i'm i'm sure sarah's stoked about this one so great john totoro is doing a spinoff movie from the Big Lebowski. Okay. Called Jesus Rolls. And it's about the Jesus. Is and it the same guy? It is. John Turturro. Yeah. Well. Uh, Jesus Rolls. The Big Lebowski spinoff set to hit theaters early as like February 2020. Hmm. Well, who's making the movie? I know that he's. Written, directed, and starring John Turturro. He's uh-huh. doing it all. Oh. Jesus Rolls will tell an all-new story featuring the cult character, offering a look at what he's been up to in the years since The Big Lebowski. <laughs> On Monday morning, Screen Media announced that it had acquired the North American distribution rights to the movie and planned to release it in theaters in early 2020. The Cohen brothers aren't involved in the spinoff, but they reportedly gave their blessing to John Turturro to do so. Interesting. Correct. Mildly interested. Oh, my we, gosh. We shall, see. we shall see. I'm the smiley face without the rosy cheeks right now. Yeah, like, hmm, okay. But so, if there was like a sideways smiley face, not fully upside down. Let's turn them half rounds upside down. <laughs> yeah. so let's give you the rest of the cast. Here's some other names that are going to be joining him for this movie. We've got uh, Bobby Cannavale, John Hamm, Susan <laughs> Sarandon, and Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Yeah. 
I do like Susan Sarandon. I like mm. Pete Davidson and John Hamm quite a bit. Yeah, okay. John Hamm's pretty great. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that movie. I'm really excited. Hmm. Okay. Okay. It says it feels like a good time to release a transgressive film about the stupidity of men who try and fail and try better to understand and penetrate the mystery of women. I look oh, forward God. to working with Screen Media and bringing our work and the character of Jesus to American audiences. That was from John Turturro. Interesting. Yeah. So, Sarah, how do you feel about a Jesus spinoff? Do we need it? Uh, Do we need it? I don't know. I guess find out after it's been viewed. I don't know. I'd have it. to see a trailer before I'd form an opinion about yeah, that. Yeah, totally. That's kind of how I feel, right, too. Because with minor characters in movies that, yes, it was a hit of the 90s, but millennials don't know about that movie. They don't care about that movie. Like, I don't know. Lebowski Fest is pretty huge now. It's kind of a thing. Well, yeah. For what age demographic? All ages. Well, not all ages, obviously, but like twenty and up. Whatever. I don't know about that. I haven't been to that. (laughs) I don't know what that is. My friend Kristen used to live down in Louisville, and she went to Lebowski Fest, and she said that it was fucking amazing. Everybody was bowling, and everybody was drinking white Russians and wearing their robes. She said it was a good time. That is insane. Yeah. What sort of fandom is that? Sounds all right to me. It abides. Dude abides. abides. Yeah. Maximum comfort. I didn't even know about this. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. (laughs) You're out of your element, Donnie. Yeah, what about Donnie's story? You're entering a world of pain, Donnie. Donnie. Steve Buscemi, where are you? I want to know about Donnie's story. But no, I will watch this movie. You know I'm going to watch it. You know know that's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, uh, I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. I don't want to judge it before. Um, you know, sometimes people have a passion for things and it turns out well. And sometimes it just, uh, you know, they have a passion for things. Bless. You know? <laughs> Bless. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see. Bless his heart. All right. I got yeah. a little fast foodies news for you girls. These are a couple headlines. We can brush through them real quick. I just want your hot take opinions. Children have officially launched a petition asking both McDonald's and Burger King to remove toys from kids' meals. Interesting. Correct. Which children? Yeah. Uh, okay, Who's I'll read them. Children? Who is children? Who's children? It says, a petition that's been circulating from a pair of kids is asking McDonald's and Burger King to reconsider handing out plastic toys with your kids' meals in an effort to help save the environment. Through the petition itself has been around for a, though the petition itself has been around for a while, it's just started to gain steam in plastic-free circles and is now encroaching on the half million signatures. Well, I don't think that they'll ever get rid of toys. Maybe they'll cut back on plastic toys, but uh, I don't think that they're going to want to lose that business model because that's how they get the kids to eat the Happy Meals. Yeah, It's the promise of toys. It says here, we like to go eat at Burger King and McDonald's, but children only play with the plastic toy they give us for a few minutes before they get thrown away and harm animals and pollute the sea. That's only kind of true. I have toys from Happy Meals from when I was a kid that I still have today. So Mm -hmm. I don't think they only get played with for a few minutes and get thrown away, kids. You're... Terribly misinformed. Well, you're I don't a rare know. breed. A you're store. a rare collector breed. We yeah. want anything they give us to be sustainable so we can protect the planet for us and for future generations. That's noble. Yeah, it's very yeah, noble. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. Another uh, food fast uh, fast food hot take here. We've got McDonald's uh, or Burger King Sweden rolls out 50, 50 sandwich, challenging you to guess if it's meat or plant-based. Hmm. So it's... Is it's, it that weird bleeding 
fake burger. Yeah, from the beets. No. Plant-based meat options have come a long way in recent years, and the taste, the feel, and appearance of some faux meats offering is being so close to the real thing that some consumers can't even tell the difference. That's the idea that Burger King Sweden is playing off of with their new 50-50 menu. Mm. As reported by Chewboom, if customers at a fast food chain in Sweden location order off the 50-50 menu, they will receive a plant-based Rebel Whopper or a plant-based Rebel Chicken King or the real meat versions of the same sandwiches. With the sandwiches being visually identical, the only way customers would be able to tell the difference between the meat is uh, between the meat and plant-based options is taste. But Burger King is betting that customers won't be able to tell either way. Hmm. So they're testing to see if they can just get rid of the idea of meat because it's actually starting to become a problem. Right. You know, uh, fast food hamburger consumption. So wouldn't that be interesting if that a major fast food chain just ditched meat altogether? Could be a game changer, uh, and Burger could be King a needs corporate a, suicide. It could be too, yeah. But uh, Burger King, I think, needs a overhaul. They need something fresh to give themselves a new leg to stand on. They're not. I never. I Their don't. Food's terrible. Ever go to Burger King? Yeah. I never in a, any options think that Burger King is a place I uh, want to go. I go through phases with them only because they have like. I just think of like mustard when I think of Burger King. They put a lot of mustard on things. I don't know why they put a lot of mayonnaise on their bur- they put mayonnaise on their chicken. God, just like too. Wendy's. I don't understand. God, I don't even get me started on the mayonnaise. Today. I'm getting you started on. I it. don't want to do talk about mayonnaise today. It ruins her day every oh, time it happens. It is horrible because they always put like triple. I don't understand that. Who are you people? Why did you demand all the mayonnaise on all the sandwiches that are out there? And then Who when you ask for no mayonnaise, sandwiches? they put extra mayonnaise on both sides. That Every really freaking Top time. bun and bottom bun. The Wendy's and Lowell. Man, they're A-holes there. They don't care at all. And B-holes. Mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that trend at all. Like, Yeah, they're terrible. I really don't. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. What was I talking about? We were, were just talking about, about the uh, oh, options King. of Burger King oh, switching yeah. it you up. Know, it would be interesting. I don't think any restaurant would totally get rid of the meat, but if they instead flip the script and the the rare item on the menu was the actual meat burger instead of the veggie burger, and oh. it was like you know like an eighty twenty thing, you know, like ninety ten even. Yeah, you know, that's like actually brilliant. They, they kept like their OG things, you know, like one chicken sandwich mm-hmm. and, and one, one original Whopper. original. Yeah, and then like the rest of it is like you know their plant based stuff that a lot of people want these days. My I qu- mean, my question is, how are they deciding in the grill? Is it some dude telling like, okay, now you got to do veggie, now you got to do this, now you got to do veggie, now you got to do the regular? Just do like one of each, right? Well. You would think know. that, but then it does. It takes away from the 50-50 randomness because if you order two burgers, you're going to assume one is and one isn't, and mm-hmm. that takes away from the fun. You want it to be – so it's like does the machine decide? Is it on the ticket? Like I see. That's interesting to think about. I'm not sure mm-hmm. logistically how that would actually work out. Uh, so those are the fast food hot takes. I will say we had a death in the uh, acting world that kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can – dive you can duck you can dip you can dodge and you can dive but you can also die mm-hmm. and unfortunately uh r.i.p r.i.p torn because <laughs> wow whoa that was like the most bad taste <laughs> eulogy 
Your memorandum. Sorry. Oh God. Uh, it's weird. I like Rip Torn. Like he was a great actor. Dodgeball, obviously. I'm sure Men he would have approved of that. He was Z in Men in Black, but uh, he also was, he was kind of batshit crazy. In Dodgeball. Oh yeah, totally. God, that movie was hilarious. I forgot about that movie. Dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. <laughs> uh, but uh, Rip, Rip Torn kind of lost it. He went off the rails a little bit when in his Twilight years and shit and like started doing breaking and enterings at like 70-something and just stealing mm-hmm. a bunch of shit and got a arrested. He was in prison. Yeah, that's for real. That really happened. Yeah. Little, little B&E. Little, little B&E never hurt anybody. Standard Hollywood B&E. Standard B&E. Yeah, yeah no man. more. So... So that's yeah, sad. I saw that yesterday come through the pipeline. I was like, fuck, I guess we're going to have to talk about that on Foodies. So mm-hmm. RIP. I also Rip read Torn. something sad today that the woman who played Violet on Willy Wonka. They took her off uh, life support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did see that. That sucks. That's sad. Sad day for Hollywood. But I th- and I think we covered this and we talk about it from time to time. It's just like our generation's going to get hit with this shit the hardest because we have the most. Um, like spotlight on Hollywood, you know, mm-hmm. it's so glamorized the Hollywood lifestyle that all of these heroes that we've all made as kids and all these things, we're all going to watch them perish at some point. And it's like worse than our parents even because our parents maybe had some actors and stuff they cared about, but not on the quantity that we have nowadays. I mean, there's so many right. people. I rem- yeah. Know. Like when Robin Williams died, that was horrible for Huge everybody. Deal. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah I feel like that's just gonna be happening more and more the older we get that sucks life it, sucks sorry guys it really does mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> does this suck Chris Rock is remaking Saw he's doing a Saw reboot oh my Chris God. Rock that'll be interesting like I guess here's the thing you I've always seen and I've always heard people talk about how comedians are the best drama actors because they can if they can get you to laugh they can get you to cry like, that's not even... It's easy for them, you know? So, mm-hmm. Chris Rock is comedic. He's also dark as fuck, though. Like, his brain is dark. So, I'm excited for the possibility of a Saw movie, but the first person has been cast, allegedly. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Dude, maybe it'll be like a... Like, like Get Out, you know? Maybe it'll be like a total... Oh, uh, a departure you know, from... Because Jordan Peele's comedian... Yeah. super dark story mm-hmm. you know saw is a super dark maybe maybe he's got this just super dark like flair that he's gonna bring to it you know yeah it might i be mean good. saw was already really fucking dark yes it was fucked up the movies, first but... one is the only one i ever recommend to anybody that first was the... three are good the first three are genuinely good the trilogy is really, good really just horrible things in those sequels man just yeah i wasn't Ugh. into those movies no you would not, my you would not let, i don't think you would need to watch either of those movies ever i've seen the first two. Oh well yeah the and first I one wasn't into them yeah the first one had like a at least a decent like like Ah, oh, we get what the saw thing is now, but then like they just played it into the ground to some degree. Mm-hmm. They kept doing the same, like we know it's gonna be the saw you thing. Play a game. Mm-hmm. We know what's coming, but I guess that's the fun of a series, like a franchise or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, speaking of series and franchises, the highest-grossing franchise in movie history, Marvel, 
is inching closer and closer to the or the worldwide uh, all-time box office for one movie with Avengers Endgame less than 16 million away what from was it, the Avatar? record. Avatar at 2.78 and they're only 16 million away right now. That is a easy to catch number. Let me say. Yeah. Have they released Endgame on DVD yet? It comes out late August. Yeah. So it's going to run. So they haven't even made Wave 2 money yet. Not quite, no. But uh, those numbers won't count for box office. Right. Mm-hmm. So, But the one thing, though, if like they do. This movie is like, still in theaters, right? Yeah. But if they do like they did with Black Panther and Captain Marvel and they just let it roll out all the way through their Blu-ray release, mm-hmm. people buying the Blu-ray are going to be like, fuck, I want to see this one more time in theaters before it's gone. Mm-hmm. And hit it one more time, man. And they, I mean, Marvel kind of fucked up. There was the massive backlash for their re-release that was really shitty with unfinished uh, vid- visuals for the Hulk that his mouth didn't even move when he was talking. Like, you know, trying to use that as a re-release sell in the first minute and a half of Spidey, which was nothing really revealed in that minute and a half of Spidey. A nice tribute to Stan Lee, which I guess was really cool, but... Mm-hmm. You know, uh, 16 mil away, I think they can do it. And I think we're going to have Marvel sitting atop, or I guess rather Disney sitting atop the throne now. Because now even Avatar is a Disney property. Right. So it doesn't matter. Disney's hmm. going to own the world. Didn't they already? The <laughs> yeah. DWO, the Disney World Order. Um, <laughs> all right, let's close on this one just because it's ridiculous and funny. And I want to say this because I haven't, I've saved this article. National Treasure. The U.S. National Archives says Declaration of Independence doesn't have a hidden tre- treasure map. And people need to stop asking this question. Mm-hmm. It's annoying them. National Treasure, put a spotlight on this hidden map on the Declaration of Independence. It doesn't exist. It's not <laughs> Wow. But they've had so up, many people come at them about it. That yeah. They had to, like, officially make a statement <laughs> going, no, That's sit funny. down. That's you hilarious. Know, um, <laughs> but is there anything else we want to discuss before we get out of here tonight, girls? I think we got it covered. I think we did a really great job. I have a lot of things that we threw out there today and mm-hmm. discussed and We're talked gonna about. We're going to discuss uh, some of our personal favorites next time and... We're gonna. We've been talking about a bracket, right? We're getting ready to do the '90s bracket. It's about to happen. Yeah, that'll be so fun. It's gonna be war, but it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Foodies Watching Movies. As always, folks, check us out on all the different social media sites where you can listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, Spotify, Castbox, TuneIn, and many others. Just search Journey into Comics Network to get us on the Journey into Comics Network, or go to journeyintocomics.com. Also, go to patreon.com backslash journey into comics. Give us a buck or more for a bunch of early access, exclusive content, goodness, maybe some stickers and other things. All that money that you go to our Patreon and give us helps us make our network better. I think that is all I have for this week's episode of Foodies Watching Movies. This has been Foodies Season 3, Episode 21, Maximum Comfort. I am Nate. Veronica. Sarah. We will see you guys later. Eat fearless. <laughs>